Kristen. And I'm Keontae. And, and you're listening, listening to The Crafted, Crafted Podcast. Podcast. Well, today's a special episode. It's our Thanksgiving episode. So, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there that's listening. Yes, listening enjoy all today. the food. Enjoying all the food. I bet you eating some mac and cheese or some leftover mm, mac and cheese. Mm, mm. And some, well, I don't know. A lot of people don't eat ham. Do you partake in the ham? Yeah, I eat ham. I of ain't... course we partake in the ham. We like the ham. Man, we like the bacon. especially when you do the ham and like the, because, you know, we always have like the leftover ham. And so you always do like the ham and the eggs like yes. the next morning. Come on, somebody. And the ham some be like, is, that, is, it, it. is it honey? No, that's not honey. It's brown sugar. That's that was, it's what glazes the ham, right? Yeah, some people use honey. I use Bruh. brown sugar and You throw a little juice. bit of that brown sugar in there and then, you know, let that heat up with the eggs. Bruh, you got a winner. Popping. You got a winner. But anywho, um, again, uh, we just want to say uh, happy Thanksgiving to all you guys out there. Hopefully, um, you know, you're li- if you're listening to this actually on Thanksgiving morning, um, shout out to you because you're a real one, number one. But hopefully, you know, you actually get a chance to... Really kick it with your family today and your loved ones and enjoy them. Yeah, really just spend that time and, you know, just really sit back and reflect on, you know, what you're thankful for. Yeah. Um, Without too, without sounding, sounding really, you know, cliche. I just think that this past year or this past couple of years has just really been like a crazy tough year, you know, for, for a lot of people, everybody. Um, You know, I was just reading you something on Facebook where a person was saying like they had lost their job, like last year last year in the middle of the year and they're they just now got a new job um and they're just talking about you know in their post like how thankful they were and you know just kind of keeping their eye on a prize like bruh it's rough out here it really you know is. people just going through things left and right man but you know it's really just taking these it's moments hard out here yeah, yeah just taking these pimp. moments and just thinking about everything that you've been through <laughs> and what you had to go through to get to the point that you're at right now it's nothing short of amazing. It's nothing short of a blessing. You better and preach, sir. Man, just you just gotta you just gotta stop and thank God. You know what I mean? You better preach it. You could be a lot of places. We could be a lot of places. I could be back in Eastside Compton, just doing God knows what. You but mean Eastside Upland? But I'm here. I got a whole family. I got three kids, a beautiful wife, and very beautiful. I'm, Heavy I, on the I beautiful. Am where I am now, so. Heavy on the beautiful. God. <laughs> let's go ahead and get our episode started. Um, let's go ahead and start off with... I um, need to say one more thing. Heavy on the beautiful. For sure. You show you right. <laughs> and that's a for sure right on. All right. So let's go ahead and get into our let's get deep question of the day. And this question today reads, if you had to cancel one major holiday, which one would you eliminate and why? That is so funny. That's ironic. I, did you actually pick that one or did it randomly pick you? Oh, no, ran, it's, that was random. Everything I do is random. I don't know if I believe him, y'all, because... Believe me. But that that is... Okay, so what was the question? I was I um, just heard holiday and got sidetracked. It says, if you had to choose... If you had to cancel one major holiday, which one would you eliminate and why? Is Columbus Day a major holiday? No, nah, there ain't no major holiday. And this that's World Indigenous Day. Okay. Then the only I would Christopher cancel... Christopher acknowledge is Wallace. If I had to choose one Thomas. major holiday, Amen. which one would I cancel and why? Yeah. Um, I would cancel Labor Day. Is that a major holiday? 
Yeah, I guess so. I would cancel. Why would you? Why would you cancel Labor Day? I'm, I'm curious. Because all the other holidays are too good to cancel. What? That one is like you know that's a mid holiday. But you get off, don't you? Aren't, aren't you off? Yeah, the but kids get you're off school? Off, if it's a major holiday, you're off for all of them. Okay, never mind. That's isn't a that's not like a major holiday. Okay, I would heck? say the major holidays. You get off, so it's a major holiday. But you, but there's okay here. The major holidays are this New Year's. Who made him the Valentine's major holiday king? Day, Easter, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, Christmas, and Black History Month. How is Black History Month a holiday? <laughs> That's the, the whole month. You're weird, bro. <laughs> That's major. Um, it's federally recognized. I guess I would cancel the Fourth of July then. <clears throat> okay. Because my people's wow. wasn't free. <laughs> my people weren't free on the Fourth of July, so. Oh man. But man, I would miss them ribs and that potato salad <laughs> and the baked beans. Well, you just move it. You just move it a month before to June nineteenth. Yeah, okay. for Juneteenth. Okay, so which one would you bada cancel? Bada boom. Um, for me, I definitely ain't canceling the dang on Thanksgiving, bruh. Thanksgiving, like the meal that it is Thanksgiving, is my favorite meal ever. Like, I can eat that. Like, if you gave me a Thanksgiving meal for the rest of my life, I could eat it for a year straight, no lie. The macaroni, and cheese, and yam. So, I'm def- that's that's number one on my list of not to give up. Then, my birthday is number two. That's a major holiday. October 27th, OVO. October's very own. Um, what? Anyway, I think the... Somebody the, help this man. The holiday, I would really give up, to be quite honest. I'd give up Valentine's Day. That's because it's for me. No, not this is for you because I feel like like number one, I feel like Valentine's Day is like a crutch for people. Like, like we, if you're in a relationship, we should really focus on trying to be romantic and like doing something special for our mates. Like every now and then, but nobody does just, that. Yeah, but that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Valentine's Day becomes a crutch for people to just be like, oh, this is this is the one time of the year I gotta just do something big and nice. So it becomes a crutch for that. But also, too, have y'all ever tried to like go anywhere like on Valentine's Day? Man, the that's price, painful. Yeah, the prices be hiked up. It just be uh, people just all over the place. Matter of fact, one time I took Chris into a sushi restaurant. It was a high rise sushi restaurant downtown LA um, for Valentine's Day. And bro, this couple got into a fight at the sushi restaurant. That was crazy. That's you just did a random segue, but okay. Dude, I'm just saying it's Valentine's Day because I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like it bring, like it just brings high tension. People is fighting now. Like I said, the prices hiked up. People the fight on every holiday. The chocolates be like they be hiked up too. Like it just ain't. It's just not what it's cracked up to be. I rather I rather celebrate you on May on May thirteenth on a Wednesday. Okay. You know what I mean? well, so- well, let's start that then. I'm waiting. Yeah, for sure. We could do that. If we if we get rid of Valentine's Day, I'm going to need some every month. <laughs> yeah, but we do something every month. We go on a date night every that's month. That's not something special. That's that's mandatory that's to keep me. up our relationship. It's special. Okay. He's going to say it's special. <laughs> but, not mm. new, but, you, I, but what I mean by that is like, you know, it, I don't even think it has to be in, anything big and extravagant. I mean, you sh- it should you should do something like that every now and then. But also, just do the little things, too. Like, bringing you a brownie from Chick-fil-A like I did today. You didn't ask for that. But I know that probably... You probably saw that little brownie in your bag. That's not as good as Hold Valentine's on, you probably Day. saw that little brownie in your bag and was like, Oh, my... He knows I wanted dessert. How, how did he know me? 
No. So, anywho, but yeah. I did, I did appreciate that, though, and I did notice the gesture, but that's not as good as Valentine's Day. I'm sorry. Show you, right? okay, People well, are going to say, I got to step my game. She's so there. ungrateful. I wish my man would do anything for me. Ladies, you settling for the bare minimum. Man, honey. some of these girls, they you don't settling for Right, and they settle for the bare minimum. I'm like, honey, no, there's more out there. Like, please. Okay, anyways. Right. So, what's our random thing? A random fact of the day is do you know what day do you know what day um Whoa. is the bit what <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know if I, that was day shampoo or what yeah, i don't know my brain like had a my brain skip remember when cd players used to skip like we kid, our kids will never know that they don't, they'll never know that feeling if you bump into a cd player and the song skips anyway um do you know what day is the busiest day for plumbers out of the year The day after Thanksgiving? Bingo. Wow, people be tearing Black them toilets Friday. up. Black Friday. Actually, in the plumber community, they don't even call it Black Friday. They call it Brown Friday. That's so disgusting. <laughs> and Is I it because of all the food? Is plugging up the... Well, that's... I'm I'm guessing it's it, it's vague. They, it it hadn't, didn't really say, like, what was the actual cause of it. My guess is that because, A, yeah, you know, you got people blowing up toilets because of food. But also, I think since a lot of families, like, they get together in one place, you'll have, like, you know, if you got, like, a family and, like, 30 people over your house, that's probably, and y'all stand over there all the time. I mean, for the whole day, you have about 30 people using one restroom, usually, like, the guest restroom. And so, probably get overworked. Somebody probably, I don't know, stuff something down the toilet they wasn't supposed to. Some way, somehow the plumbing system gets messed up okay. and the plumbers get called out. Um, and yeah, that's the busiest day. And actually I read this statistic cause I was like, when I first, when I first heard that, I was like, well, how, like, you know, are they like, who, who's so anybody could just say that. He was just but, stuck. Huh? <laughs> but Roto-Rooter, which is like, I guess Roto-Rooter, Roto-Rooter is like the number one plumbing service in the nation. Um, they have okay. a bunch of places all over, but anyway, they, the one that they, they keep tally of what days and what spikes they have throughout the year. And yeah, black Friday is their number one day to go out and fix toilets and stuff. Our Brown Friday. Wow. That's a fact I never needed to know. So, Cause that's crazy gross. Yeah. There you go. A little bit of holiday Thanksgiving fun. So this is a Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> You're just feeling jolly, huh? Feeling and generous, in the mood. Yeah. Okay. So let's. Uh, transition over to our forever segment, which is our marriage segment. And today, in true Thanksgiving honor, we are going to talk about gratitude and thankfulness and all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm going to start off with some statistics. So, I went on some websites and I did some Google searches. And basically, Research has shown that practicing gratitude can reduce feelings of stress and anxiety. Studies have found, this is on the site Mental Health First Aid, just in case anybody wants me to cite my source, but studies have found that a single act of thoughtful gratitude produces an immediate 10% increase in happiness and a 35% reduction in depressive symptoms. And... These effects disappeared within three to six months, but it reminds us that we have to practice gratitude over and over again. Wow. That's that's interesting. That is pretty interesting, right? Yeah. And so there's another fact that says 
300 adults seeking counseling services at a university and a randomized study wrote a letter, a gratitude letter each week for three weeks. And so they followed up in 12 weeks and they reported significantly better mental health in the control group. And they also found that they were significantly happier and less depressed even six months after the study ended. Hmm. And so basically it just truly shows that gratitude can reduce your depressive symptoms and it increases your happiness. And it's so interesting to me because, um, like, you know, that scripture in the Bible that don't, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. And that's like Philippians four, six. That's a lot of people's favorite scripture. Mm -hmm. And so, um, a lot of people just get to the, don't worry about anything, pray about everything. But then you skip the part that says, tell God what you need and then thank him for all he's done. And then it says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's so interesting. So thankfulness is required for the peace, you know? And so these people that are writing these gratitude letters, like, I wonder, did it, did it say, like, what's actually, like, in the letters? Like, what are they expressing, like, their gratitude for? Is it just life in itself? Or is it like, they're thankful to be at that, you know, university? Or It's basically, like, counting your, you're writing about counting your blessings. Mm -hmm. And you're writing about, like, three good things. So, you know, just what, three good things that happened in that week. Or counting your blessings that happened in the last week. And so, you know, it's just writing about anything that you're thankful about. And it really does help you to feel more satisfied. It boosts your self-esteem and all that. So, you know, it's really important. And it's crazy because I even did that this week. I've been feeling, you know, a little bit anxious and stuff, especially around the holidays with the loss of my brother and things like that. And just thinking about my parents getting older and stuff, you know. So I've kind of been in a funk. And then, you know, they say women have four different moods every week we have a different mood and it depends on our hormonal cycle. So, you know, I don't know if I'm going to uh, start my cycle soon or what, but anyway, so I've been feeling a little bit down or whatever, but I practiced gratitude two days in a row. You know, I just started thinking like, you know, I have so much to be thankful for. Let me just thank God for all the things that I have and all the things that he's done in my life. And I really did feel better, you know, Mm -hmm. So even instantly I felt better. So it says that it increases your happiness 10%, you know, right then and there. And there's a 35% reduction in depressive symptoms. So ladies and gentlemen, practice your gratitude. So now husband, what are you most thankful for? I'm most thankful for, man. Um, right now at this present moment, I'm really most thankful for my kids. I know we be talking a lot about them, and or I, I talk a lot about them. <laughs> but, like, when I really sit back, because I was doing that today, like, I got a little period at work when I was, uh, I was busy at work all day today. But I was just sitting back and just thinking about, like, how tomorrow's Thanksgiving and, like, our kids, like, just growing up and, like, you know, just experiencing just the time around family and the traditions and things of that nature. And then plus I just went back into my like just our life now, like of just being parents and like just learning to be patient with these kids and stuff like that. And just knowing that we can really make or break our kids like we have the power to do that. 
And, you know, like, I'm just so thankful, like, that God gave us our kids throughout all the tantrums, throughout all the emotions, throughout all the difficulties. And the end, watching them just, like, learn stuff or, like, grow into character where they say, like, they like stuff. Or even August, he tries to be me any, any chance he gets. Today, he was just telling me how much, how, why he liked the color green. And, you know, green is my favorite color. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It has to be my kids for right now. Okay. What about you? I am most thankful for my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just great. They're just amazing. You know, I just be thinking about some of these other raggedy parents out there. And I'm like, Damn, not God. raggedy. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, dang, my mom is just so amazing. And my dad is just so amazing. And they really did instill a lot in us. And, you know, we weren't raised perfectly. But, I mean, I wouldn't trade my parents for anybody in the world. So that's really what I'm most grateful for this year and at this moment. So, yeah. Um, So, another question. I wrote all these questions out. It's like a gazillion of them. So I'm only going to do two more. I'm going to do a regular one, and I'll do, like, a little silly one, I guess. So, let's see. Um, What do you think we can do to express gratitude to each other, you know, daily or so we feel thankful for each other? Well, number one is the obvious is to communicate it, you know? I think the last episode I just told you, like, how great of a mom I thought you were and how great of a wife you are, Um, and that really meant something to you. You know? Yeah, it did. And so I think, yeah, communication is like the first line of, you know, showing gratitude that we can do. And it's just simple. Communication is the it's the simplest thing you can do, you know. It doesn't cost you anything. And it you just it's just being truthful, you know? Yeah. And letting the other person know how you feel. So verbally telling them. Yeah. And so for me, I think a day that I mean a way that we could express gratitude towards each other is just doing little things for each other, giving little things to each other, you know, just really practicing those love languages and, and maybe even trying to practice all the love languages of that day. And so, you know, telling somebody that you're thankful for them, showing them that you're thankful for them by doing something to them, mm. for them, buying them a little gift to show them that you're thankful mm. for them, rubbing their back and telling them that Hello. you're thankful for them. So there's, you know, there's well, a lot thankful. of... I'm rolling. I'll be thankful. You're so you're the absolute worst. So yeah, I think and there's... I was thankful when I got you that 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 brownie from Chick Fil A again. Oh my just gosh, thank... he gonna he gonna write that he gonna write that brownie bit. I'm just big thankful. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so funny. Yes, I loved my brownie babe. The Chick Fil A brownies are popping too. You know what I'm now on? They be warming them little mugs up. The Starbucks brownie yeah. is good too. So Shout okay, Chick Fil A. Let's switch into our last little Thanksgiving themed marriage question. This one's kind of funny and kind of weird. You're going to be like, what? It's going to catch you off guard. But if I was a Thanksgiving dish, what would I be mm. and why? Ooh-wee. You'd be a turkey leg girl from the turkey leg hut. <laughs> mm. You ever seen that? Okay. Y'all ever seen them turkey legs from turkey leg hut? They be thick. You're and they be so- having. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. Nah, okay, nah, seriously though. You to me, you definitely mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is probably other like really man, mac and cheese is it. You know, and here's the thing about mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is just it's just good, like it's a blessing. 
but not everybody mac and cheese is good. You know what I mean? Like mac and cheese is kind of low key one of a kind. It's not that thing. Like when you taste turkey, turkey is turkey. You know what I mean? Cranberry sauce is cranberry sauce. But you could go to somebody's house and they actually baking their mac and cheese with three different types of cheeses, or you can go to somebody's house where they making mac and cheese with Velveeta or something like that. I'm ruined. You know what I mean? And girl, you you the you that you know you know when you get the big block of cheese and you gotta grate it. Yeah. That's you. I am you that ruined. you that big mac and cheese. I they am are a thick old pan of mac and cheese too. I mm-hmm. am literally cracking up. So if you were a Thanksgiving dish, you to me would be the ham because you is a ham not just like, hmm. <laughs> no. a handsome ass man what <laughs> a ham <You're, laughs> i cannot stand you right now anyways so you would be God, a ham on my feet you'd be a ham because to me i can't have thanksgiving without the ham people can have thanksgiving hmm. without the ham but i need the ham i must have the ham it's the perfect um it's the perfect sweet and savory you know what i mean it's both mm-hmm. you, you just have to have your ham it's both sweet and it's both savory it's delicious it's you know it's it's hearty it holds you up so yeah you're all those things to me so okay yeah i feel it i receive it all right you ready to go to roots and bloom yeah, let's do it okay so keeping with the thanksgiving theme were you a grateful kid? Was I a grateful kid? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think I definitely was. Like you understood true gratefulness. Like I'm so grateful for all my mom has provided. Like you know, like you're a quintessential. If you described a grateful kid, were you that? Mm-hmm. You know, I think me and you like we always kind of have these conversations where like I always kind of tell you like, man, I was just. It's probably because I was the oldest as well. And so I was able to really like kind of not not saying that like I just understood everything about being an adult, but the sacrifices that my mom was making and like the things that she was doing, I was more aware of them with me being the oldest than my younger siblings. And I think because of that, it just made me more grateful, made me thankful, especially as I continued as I continued to grow. You know what I mean? Like even into my teenage years, like I just. I just knew like what my mom did, what she had to go through, what she had to sacrifice. Um, did you tell to, her thank you um, as a kid? No, as a kid, as a because uh, I feel like a grateful kid tells uh, is is like outwardly grateful, not inwardly oh, grateful. I'm then, talking yeah, about outwardly. That, yeah, I wasn't. I don't think I was outwardly grateful, but definitely inwardly. Like I, I just you felt it my in your heart and, and felt it. Yeah, I just okay. Knew. So I. I was a grateful kid when I was younger, and then as I got into my older years, I was an ungrateful kid. I was very entitled, and I I really never heard the word no, so my parents kind of uh, bought me everything, and I remember one year, they were like, okay, we're going to downgrade for Christmas, and I was like, okay, so, you know, I didn't know what that meant, but they said, okay, we're going to give you guys uh, 500 bucks each, and we're going to get you three gifts each. And so that was a downgrade for us. And I was so mad. Oh my gosh, I was mad. I was like, what? That's it? And just, you know, just absolutely ridiculous. That is an amazing gift. My kids aren't getting that. So like, you know, that was really amazing. And so, but they did cut us down to $100. And so I got, I had some humble pie that year. 
I was humbled. Mm, $100. Oh, my gosh. I know. But that was, you know, that was. <laughs> I know. Coming from, yeah, coming from what you had. Yeah. That was very, you know, that yeah, was humble price for me. You got to sit back and say, okay, let me let me chill out. But, yeah. Do you think our kids are grateful? <sighs> Unfortunately. Well, they are. Because randomly they do say, they you know, they do get on they like, oh, thank you, mom, for blah, blah, blah. Especially August. But half of it be him actually being grateful and him knowing what to say at the right time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think overall, overall, I think that for the majority that they're grateful. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, like I said, we get those little spurts and times where they just saying, oh, thank you for taking me to Disneyland or thank you for taking me to the indoor playground, mom. Yeah. yeah, I think they do go through spurts, you know, sometimes they forget they we they are kind of entitled at times, but I do think they sometimes forget to be grateful. But for the most part, I think they are pretty grateful. And so um, how do you think how do, do you have any ways that we foster gratefulness that you could um, mention or do you want me to mention them? Um, I just think it's kind of leading by example, like especially, you know, with this book that we're this new book that we're following the transforming a difficult child. Like, I think that, you know, just really stopping and taking the time to tell them like, oh, I, you know, I appreciate you folding your clothes or putting your clothes up or right. cleaning up your area. So I think leading by example and doing that purposely and, you know, and consciously, I think that will kind of rub off on them for them to kind of stop. And just kind of take a moment, you know, just con- you know, survey their surroundings and be like, wow, I, you know, thank you for fixing me dinner. Right. You know, just for the things that are just kind of automatic for them. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. We do um, try to lead by example. And so we have recently been showing them more gratitude as well. And um, at one point, we did have a gratitude journal for them. That was during the pandemic. And we haven't really kept it up. They've only done like one entry this year, but it was something that we um, started. And so I guess it's something that we probably should continue. Mm -hmm. And then um, another thing we do is we talk openly about how much things cost and um, basically how much we work and, you know, like, oh, I have to work this many hours to pay for this. I have to work this many hours to pay for that. And so we talk about the less fortunate and we try to give to the less fortunate in front of them oftentimes. Like if, you know, someone that is homeless, you know, the politically correct term is unhoused now. Someone Mm -hmm. that is unhoused that, (laughs) um, you know, we, we will give them money, we'll give them food and things like that. And so our children get to see that. And I think that that is one way that we can, that we foster gratefulness. And I think that something we should do maybe this year is volunteer somewhere. And so they could get that firsthand experience because, you know, we could do all that. But when you don't have the firsthand experience, I feel like it kind of, you know, you're still kind of separated from that. Yeah. You mean like volunteering, like Salvation Army type stuff or like, you know, feeding the homeless? Yeah, like Salvation Army, feeding the homeless, giving, you know, handing out food, seeing, you know, that kind of things, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. At one point we had to, we went to Skit Row when I was a kid and we were uh, feeding the homeless, but then we had to eat the homeless food and, you know, us suburban kids was like, oh, nah. And so it's just so raggedy how we were as yeah. kids. 
<laughs> and it's just food. Like I don't know. I mean, it's, but I it mean, was hey. it was like shredded chicken, like it was like soupy looking. Oh, and then they like had the chicken with the gravy. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know what you're talking about. And then, and then it was they had Christmas cookies, but it was like like July. <laughs> what? Yes. So and so we was like them cookies was busting though after because our pastor Not he was. Bussing. We was all acting bougie towards the food. Like, we're not eating that. We're not eating that. We were all like, we're not eating that. We're not eating that. And that and our pastor was like so mad. He we was eating that food so quick. Oh, I bet. He was so upset. But yeah, so that's you know, that's a little bit on gratefulness in these children. Mm-hmm. These cheering, cheering, cheering. So, oh, I wanna give a little update though about um our book journey. So we've been doing our book journey with our our, ch- our children. We're trying the difficult child, the nurtured heart approach. Mm-hmm. And it is going. It's hard, though, because old habits die hard. <sighs> so and new. as a school psych, I always tell teachers, parents, that you have to give interventions six to eight weeks before you see results. And so now that I'm on the other side, it's like, oh, my gosh. So I am trying to patiently give it six to eight weeks. We are two weeks in and we have four weeks to go. So I'm giving it, well, four weeks for six weeks, six weeks for eight weeks. So yeah, it's going though. Um, No true results yet, but maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah, we're getting there. That's definitely a work in progress. Yeah, so we're going to keep on keeping on and we will update you guys. Maybe not weekly, but you know, every now and then. Yep, yep. So stay tuned. Okay, so now let's go ahead and get into our lifestyle segment for today. So I was thinking of just something interesting and fun because, you know, most of the time in my lifestyle section, like I either talk about like music or celebrities or something that I like. Um, And so actually what I'm going to talk about right now is what... Okay, here, I'll frame it like this. Give me... Three dishes that you can't go without on Thanksgiving, and then give me two dishes that you want to get rid of. Three that I can't go without, and two that I want to get rid of. Yeah. So, okay, so really three I can't this. go without ham. Okay, so is ham in your number one spot? Like that's your that's the number one Thanksgiving Does desserts dish for you? count, or is this only food? No, no, no. This is only food. So if I made my plate with only three things, it would be ham. Uh huh. Oh, this is hard. Mac and cheese. Okay. And dressing. So ham is number one. Mac and cheese is two, and dressing is three. Not in mac and cheese and dressing could be interchangeable. So two A and two B. Yes. Okay. And then two that I would get rid of. Yeah. What is two? What are two Thanksgiving dishes that you'd be like? Why is this even here? Mashed potatoes. But that black people don't really well. Some black people do, but that's not that's not like a staple in our Thanksgiving. So we could totally. I don't ever need that. I don't ever. think I've ever seen. Has anybody ever made mashed potatoes to a Thanksgiving gathering we've been to? Probably not. But I always see that for Thanksgiving. I huh. always see that on like other people's plates. The stuff. funny thing is, you know who's I, what made me think about this is because I was going down the list of like celebrities' favorite dishes for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And you know whose favorite dish was mashed potatoes? This is, this is going to be so left field for you. You're going to be like, really? He said this is his this is his mashed potatoes are his favorite dish on Thanksgiving. Not the turkey, not the cranberry sauce, not the dressing. 
but mashed potatoes. John Legend. No. Bobby Flay. <laughs> oh well, yeah. You but that's that's surprising that's, to me because I think people in other cultures they tend to have mashed potatoes with their but it's Thanksgiving Bobby Flay. instead like, of you... mac and cheese. Because black people are the people that have mac and cheese. Most people don't have mac and cheese for. But it's Bobby Flay. Like you, a world renowned, real renowned chef. You know what I mean? So I would have thought he would have said like, huh, you know, I don't really do the turkey. Maybe I do like a special, you know, uh, mint Squash. time. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> mint time roasted chicken or something like that. Something elevated. You know what I mean? Yeah. The man said mashed potatoes. And he said, what I really like to do is I like to get my butter. I like to get a lot of butter on the mashed potatoes and season it well. I said, yo. Okay. That's funny. Anyway. Okay. So, so mashed potatoes is your number one that you want to get rid of. What's your number two? That you my get number rid of? two? Would probably be some type of vegetable or something. Like, I don't really need the vegetable. I know people are going to be, because they're saying, like, who raised you to not have a vegetable with your dinner? So, just any vegetable? <laughs> yeah, I don't need any of the vegetables. I do like the vegetables, don't get me wrong, but if I have to choose, uh-huh. what has to go would probably be that. Okay. So, like, maybe the greens. Oh, actually, let's just do green bean casserole. Green bean casserole, Okay. I'll kick that out. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so for me, the three that I got to rock with no matter what, you already know what my number one is. Mac and cheese, turkey, and dressing. Uh, it's not dressing. Mac and cheese, turkey, and rolls. Nah, it's not rolls. Mac and cheese, turkey, cranberry sauce? Not cranberry sauce. Mac and cheese, turkey, and yams. Oh, duh. But it wasn't always yams. It I used, to, it used yams. to be dressing because I grew up with my mom's dressing, which I think was my great-great-grandma's dressing. I think that's where she got the recipe from. But I've always loved dressing. But, man, over, like, the past, like, five years, bruh, the yams and the mac and cheese combination, that's just been doing it for me. <laughs> you know? It's so just... what you getting rid of? Now, what I'm getting rid of, I'm right there with you, and hopefully I don't sound too anti-black. But I'm definitely getting rid of collard greens. I have no, like, whenever whenever we go to a party or something like that and I see collard greens, I'm just like, I'm passing that up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't care for them, really. And I'm just like, what? Like, we just put all this hype on them. Like, oh, somebody making them collards. They got them collard greens. Like <laughs> I've never heard somebody say collards. <laughs> they call them, they call them collards. And I'm <laughs> just like. From, he from the Georgia. Yeah, and I'm just like, bro, I don't need that. You know, like, I'm going to pass that up every time. That's funny. And then I'm going to have to say my second thing that I'd have to pass Did you say mashed potatoes or you didn't say mashed potatoes? I didn't say mashed potatoes. I was just talking about Bobby Flay. Oh. Um, But to be quite honest, I actually actually like mashed potatoes. I like mashed potatoes when they're done like the the natural way or what's the way I'm looking for? Like the, the mashed potatoes from scratch, not the boxed ones. Like when you take a potato, bake it, and then like, you know, Mash break them. it down. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so collard greens would be number one. Speaking of mashed potatoes, like here's another mashed potato memory for us. What? When we first got married, I made mashed potatoes from scratch, and he was like, "You didn't use the box." <laughs> well, that's because you know he had never he had never had no or he not that he never had it, but he probably never realized that you make actual mashed potatoes. Yeah. We had I had never had the box, and so once I got with you, I was like, "Okay, let me try this box." It was so disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so for me, it would be collard greens, and, uh, and it's another one that's going to throw people for a loop, cornbread. 
I don't need collard greens or cornbread for my Thanksgiving dinner. Here's why. Because you're going to have dressing? Well, yeah, I'm going to have dressing, which is like a cornbread base or whatnot. But, like, you know, people have the cornbread as, like, their bread portion for the Thanksgiving. I'd much rather have a roll. Okay, I can see that. Over a cornbread. But you be busting down on a cornbread. Oh, yeah, like any other day. Yeah, any other. Like, you, we make some chili and you make, like, because that's because you make... Like, now your cornbread, that's a little different because you make the honey butter. You know what I mean? Yeah, give me any other day, I'm rocking with the cornbread. But for Thanksgiving, like, you don't I just need don't it. need it. Okay, I can respect that. You know that. what I mean? Okay. And so now, here's, we get to the end. What's the one dessert that you have to have and the one dessert you can live without for Thanksgiving? The one dessert I have to have? Why only one? Can't I do two desserts? Mm. One dessert you have to have, one dessert you got you live without. Dang, I'm just I'm just this is so hard for me because I'm such a dessert person. It always makes me want to cry. Oh my god, not cry. No, because I love dessert that much. Like I just don't understand. What is it the pecan, the pecan pie? No, I don't need no the pumpkin cake. pie. No, I don't need those. Those Ooh, ones, those two cream. could go. Pecan and pumpkin can go. Oh, both of them. Everything else can stay. No, nah, everything you gotta else. Pick one. But if I had to choose one, like it would probably just be what I'm, what I want right now. And I just got done making four sweet potato pies, so the one that could stay is sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie can stay, and what and the can other go imposters can go. Pumpkin pie can go, but really, <sighs> listen, sweet potato pie, red velvet cake, lemon cake, cheesecake, peach cobbler. Pound cake, brownies, German chocolate cake, all the desserts. What cake is a Thanksgiving cake though? Is it pound cake or oh, seven up cake, cake a... or seven up cake? So where's German chocolate? Socket that's, to not me a, cake. that's not a Thanksgiving cake. German chocolate? Not really. I've had it for. I've had it though, but I feel like that's more of like a Christmas cake or a birthday or something. Oh, okay. But seven up cake. I feel like a lot of people have that pound cake. Red velvet cake. Oh, cheesecake. I'm sorry. I just can't. Okay, anyways, the one Damn. I choose is sweet potato pie. Okay. Man, for me, bruh. We already know. Which, which what I'm going to say? Peach cobbler. Bruh, your peach cobbler would be hitting, hitting. Like, it's just so dang on good. The peach cobbler is so good. Most people like it with ice cream or whatnot. Like, everybody wants to get a server ice cream, bruh. Give me a hot peach cobbler and just a shot of milk. I'm in there. So, that's Not that's the mine. snap. This man snapped. Bro, that piece, that piece collar be busting, right? This is this is big behavior. Not nah, it ain't big behavior, man. Both that piece collar, the way I'm about to, the way about to, I'm about to knock these plates back. Well, actually, not only not my mom. Me, usually, it's me, my mom, and my sister. We do all the cooking. Uh-huh. We have some imposters this side. Well, they're family members, not but imposters. You know, <laughs> everybody's everybody's cooking is not the same, and so you know, mm. I don't know. We'll see if I'm knocking it back, but I'm gonna have to slide some to the trash. We'll see. Yeah, man. Like I said, the crazy thing is, like I, said, I was going through, like I said, some celebrity dishes. Bruh, like, so, like Bobby Flay and him, my like potatoes. That just kind of surprised me, threw me for a loop. But bruh, some of these other celebrities, like their dish that they cook for Thanksgiving, for example, our first lady. I mean, our our first, our first. What is that? She's the second. No, she's the second lady. I don't know. I don't know what. what I don't our know. Our vice president, 
Kamala Harris. Not our first lady. Bruh. Well, our, I was trying. I was gonna say our first lady vice president. I would not. Oh. Um, be, but she's the. I guess she's the second lady. But I don't know, cause her husband is considered the first gentleman. Oh, okay. So I don't, you so know. what's her dish? I'm I'm dying to know. Bruh, she makes macaroni and cheese, but get this. She be adding like broccoli and some other stuff in her macaroni and cheese. I was like, that's huh? her. That's the other part of her. <laughs> Bruh, I saw that video of her cooking that mac and cheese. I said, "Ooh, I'm skipping that." Man, that's Passing not good. That up. And you know you've reached as a mom and a wife. You know you've reached mom level and wife level three thousand when you go to Thanksgiving and you make a signature dish or you make a. You know, like a premier dish. So I'm making the mac and cheese and the sweet potato pies. Those are premier, premier parts of Thanksgiving. But you also have to make your whole own Thanksgiving for your family. And so I know I've reached mom level 3000 because I remember my mom doing this when I was a kid. And I remember even us being young and married, like 21 or 22. And I'd be like, man, I know how to cook everything, but I can't cook no Thanksgiving. Listen, I could do a bust mm-hmm. down Thanksgiving now, okay? Mm-hmm. I could do the whole nine. I haven't made dressing Talk before. I haven't made dressing before, but I'm I'm almost positive I could. But yeah, so. But anyway, okay. Let me let me get because we I'm getting off track. So my number one is peach cobbler. I cannot live without that. The thing I can get rid of. Dang, though, I thought you answered that. I'm sorry. Now the thing I can get rid of though, pecan pie, bruh. Who wh- like who invented that? You don't like that? Do you but, like sweet potato pecan pie? No, no, I just like sweet potato pie without no nuts. It's probably because I don't really like stuff with nuts like that. But I've tasted a pecan pie before. I I'm like just nuts. Like, I'm just like, what is this? And then you know what I really hate about it that really makes me mad what is when you cut. Is when you cut it, it doesn't even like come out like perfect. Like since it's just a bunch of nuts, like have you ever cut nuts. a pecan pie? Yeah, and it like. When you try to scoop it up, it don't really come out perfect because of all the nuts in it. <laughs> and I just hate that. Mm. And I hate, I just hate it. Mm. Really. But anywho. Interesting. Yeah. Those have been our, our choices, our, our dish choices. Um, man, let us know in the comments. Answer these, answer these questions for yourself and let us know the three dishes that you can't live without, the three dishes that you can give up, the one dessert that you can't live without, and the one dessert that you can give up. Um, so yeah, hit the yes, comments. Yes, please let us know. Yeah, let us know that. Um, but other than that, man, we just thank you for tuning in with this, tuning in with us on this special Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving! Um, again, we hope that you guys are spending time with your families. Um, that you're really, you know, practicing that gratitude that we were talking about earlier. And again, I just want to make note that you know we have a children's book that is coming out soon. Um, inside of our description section, there there's a link for you guys to pre-order if you want to support us. Um, if you pre-order, it's a little bit cheaper than when it'll come out. So jump on that bandwagon. You know, it's gonna be a great thing when it comes out, when it gets shipped out, and yeah, support us. Yes, please do. We're so excited. Um, but as always, um, yeah, just leave us a comment, leave us some feedback, let us know how great we're doing, let us know if there's topics you want us to talk about in the future episodes, and, you know, again, we just thank you for listening, um, and as always, God bless, and you guys have a great Thanksgiving.